deliberation deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in the intuitive experience by shri db ganguly this is the eighth book we are seeing in the english series published by adhyatma prakash karyalaya holi narsipur uh, bangalore in this we have already seen four sessions today is the fifth session agama or scriptural or traditional traditional methodology and tarka logic or dialectics dialectics so this is the 19th point the scriptures expound atman through the method of negation of the anatman one should cognize the ultimate reality how okay let us see om shri gurubhyo namaha hari om ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಒನ್ ಶುಡ್ ಕಾಗ್ನೈಸ್ ದಿ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೌಂಡೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಎಲೋನ್ ಹೌ ಈಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೌಂಡೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಈಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ದೇ ಟೀಚರ್ಸ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದಿ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಈಸ್ ಬಿಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿ ಕಿನ್ ಆಫ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಯಥೋವಾಚೋ ನಿವರ್ತಂತೆ ಅಪ್ರಾಪ್ಯ ಮನಸಾಸಹ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನೇದರ್ ಗ್ರಾಸ್ ಸ್ಥೂಲ ನಾರ್ ಸಪ್ಟಲ್ ಸೂಕ್ಷ್ಮ ನೇದರ್ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಹ್ರಸ್ವ ಆರ್ ನಾರ್ ಲಾಂಗ್ ದೀರ್ಘ ಹ್ರಸ್ವ ದೀರ್ಘ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸಚ್ ಅದರ್ ವೇಸ್ ದಿ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಬೈ ನೆಗೇಟಿಂಗ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಕ್ಯಾರೆಕ್ಟರಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಇನ್ ಇಟ್ because atman or brahman is non empirical he cannot at all be signified either by means of words which have the capacity of communicating only the empirical objects or phenomena or by means of percepts which are the backdrop or background for them if observed properly symptomatic thought lakshana vritti or thought with suggestive or implied meaning ವ್ಯಂಜನಾವೃತ್ತಿ ಈವನ್ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಫಿಷಿಯಂಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕಾಂಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ರಿವರ್ ಗಂಗಾ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಗ್ಯಾಂಜಸ್ ದಿ ವಿಲೇಜ್ ಈಸ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ವರ್ಡ್ ಗಂಗಾ ದಿ ಬ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಆಫ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ರಿವರ್ ಈಸ್ ಸಜೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಸಿಂಪ್ಟಮ್ಯಾಟಿಕ್ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ಲಕ್ಷಣ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ದಿ ಬ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಎ ಸಿಂಪ್ಟಮ್ ಈಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ದ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನದರ್ ಎಂಪ್ರಿಕಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ವರ್ಡ್ with bank indeed but the reality of the supreme self brahman or paramatman is neither the object or percept even for the words atman or brahman in the statement are you taking your food in their uh, house then you better eat poison <laughs> there is no intention in the least on the part of the of the person making this statement that the other person should actually consume poison the implied or suggestive meaning that you should not take your food in that house is implicit but even by this kind of sentences to the reality of atman cannot be indicated for the reason that atman is not an object or percept for any word at all is applicable here also if you decide to assume non empirical or metaphysical meanings alaukikartha to the words in the scriptures then that goes against the rules or stipulations of the mimamsa shastra that is the authoritative system of interpreting the scriptural sentences 
for in the mimamsa shastra it has been laid down as a law that as regards the manner in which the empirical terms or words are used to convey a particular meaning if it is not contradictory to the purport of the vedas that is scriptural texts then those very meanings must be accepted that being so how at all can the scriptural texts signify or communicate the reality of atman to this doubt an answer has been uh, has already been provided by the process of the scriptures negating all the characteristics or qualities of an atman that is not selves in the manner not this not that the inner instrument of the mind that is heart being unable to go out towards the external world of objects becomes silent or quiescent just as in the game of chess the king is checkmated by the servants so that the former cannot at all move about anywhere in the same way when all the doorways or outlets of the mind to think extrovertedly are closed or shut then the mind becomes quiescent then atman who is self luminous or self effulgent shines by himself so this is the scriptural um methodology next 20th point a doubt is not the negation by the scriptures a method of teaching essencelessness here in this context a doubt arises just merely by the mind becoming quiescent how can it be said that one has attained atmajnana that is self knowledge at best it can be said that the mind has remained still without any activity having become dull or stupefied if it is said that atman is self luminous alone then why is it that we have not known him earlier at all not only this if words indicate in the manner not this not that merely by that how at all is it possible to reject or negate what is not that is what is what it is not therefore it amounts to saying that either by that process a particular things mutual non existence or negation annoy uh, that is anyonya bhava anyonya abhava its non existence abhava or its possible uh, opposite viruddha is relevant here besides the scriptures are saying manasaivedam aptavyam meaning through the mind alone this has to be known if that mind itself becomes dull or stupefied will it amount to saying that uh, through the mind alone atman is known with regard to the question of the scriptural sentences or statements producing self knowledge there appear to be different kinds of difficulties of this type so first step is 21 the first step of the scriptural teaching promoting introvertedness before giving answers to these questions it becomes necessary for the aspirants to deliberate stage by stage upon the methodology of teaching adopted by or in the vedas in fact the mind seeks the paramount goal of human life or existence alone when that mind through its delusion has sought repeatedly that supreme goal of life parama purushartha in the external world alone and consequently has become fatigued as it were or dis- dis- disillusioned the scriptures address such a mind and 
प्रीच इन द मैनर आत्मा वे द्रष्टव्य श्रोतव्यो मंदव्यो निध्यासीतव्य मीनिंग वन शुड सीक आउट आत्मन सेल्फ एलोन फॉर दैट वन शुड इंट्यूशली लिजन टू द टीचिंग्स अबाउट आत्मन वन शुड इंट्यूटिवली रीजन आउट अबाउट और डिलिब्रेट ऑन आत्मन एलोन एंड वन शुड इंट्यूटिवली कंटेम्पलेट अपॉन आत्मन एलोन बाई दीज मीन्स द फ्लो ऑफ द इनर इंस्ट्रूमेंट ऑफ द माइंड which was previously running out towards the external objects exclusively will now be directed towards atman our innermost self pratyak pravanata that is the habit or proclivity of proclivity of flowing inwards to it becoming introverted is to be practiced first unless and until this uh, proclivity is attained by the inner instrument of the mind self knowledge atma jnana cannot accrue at all therefore the scriptures help the qualified seekers first of all to achieve or acquire this introvertedness of the mind antarmukhatva this instruction is just akin to the one like one should seek sweetness in sugar alone one should not seek it in tamarind fruit not in salt etc that is where it cannot uh, at all be found the first teaching of the scriptures is as long as you are pursuing the old habits of extrovertedly listening to reasoning out etc with regard to anatman that is not self you will not attain the paramount or supreme goal of life if you want the consummate plenary state of bliss or beatitude then you should pursue the spiritual disciplines of shravana that is intuitively listening to the exposition of atman by the scriptures manana that is intuitively reasoning about or deliberating on atman as taught by the scriptures etc alone by these means the properly qualified listener becomes introverted thereby his mind will give up its previous pronounced or deep seated proclivities of running after external objects this is the point next 22nd point the second step of the scriptural teaching removing one's pramatratva cognizership now the scriptures go to a step further and teaches in a manner your atman is everyone's atman alone he is truly not a seer drashtru of the form of an individual apart from that atman who is the atman innermost self of everyone there does not exist any seer whatsoever at all by this teaching the intuitive knowledge that i am not the cognizer pramatru has to accrue if it is taught indicated that i am not a seer not a listener not one who reasons out or rationates then a misconception of the type in that case my essential nature of existence or being is essenceless alone may arise in order to avoid that the scriptural statement tatvamasi meaning that thou are has been made if it is queried which is that essential nature of pure being swarupa that is not a pramatru that is cognizer then the answer is that reality or entity which is the atman self of everything and everyone here in this context the karanatva that is the category of causeness superimposed on brahman has been indicated in the scriptures in the manner in the beginning the sat that is brahman alone which does not have a second to it that is non dual existed 
it created the jagat that is the world and then entered into it in the form of jiva that is the soul in the teaching that that cause for the world is yourself the transmigratory soulhood of shweta ketu signified by the word tvam that is thou in the statement is removed or negated by the statement that alone is the reality it amounts to saying that the effect of the form of the created world is mithya that is a delusion and consequently it becomes evident that the relative causation is superimposed on brahman the final conclusion that atman or brahman is non dual alone is thereby arrived, arrived at thus by the scriptural statement tattvamasi it amounts to teaching the truth that thou are atman alone who is devoid of any characteristics or qualities who is non dual eternally pure conscious and liberated or free so this is the 22nd point next 23rd the manner in which by means of the empirical words the intuitive knowledge of the non empirical absolute reality of atman accrues the manner in which by means of the empirical words the intuitive knowledge of the non empirical absolute reality of atman accrues this is the 23rd point thus the scriptures follow one extraordinary method to signify the absolute non empirical brahman of the essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss in the scriptural sentence tattvamasi the word tat meaning that as in common parlance is the pronoun that is being at present examined or deliberated upon it is a word that signifies an object which is external to or outside us paroksha vastu but because brahman which is the cause for the world is not an entity that exists either in space or in time here in this context the externality parokshatva is not relevant at all since it has been taught to the listener that thou are thou that thou art here it will have to be deduced that that word tat signifies chaitanya that is pure absolute consciousness intuitive experience to be a short intuition alone which is aparoksha that is most innate nature the very core of our being per se the word thou tvam though it signifies the transmigratory soul who is in front as the listener because it has been stated in the scriptures that the listener is nothing but brahman alone who has created the world and has entered into it and further because it has been stated that in deep sleep all the jivas have become one with the brahman of the essential nature of pure existence uh, sad brahma alone the word though uh, or you signifies implies chaitanya that is pure consciousness alone which is quite different from the body the senses etc thus by the wisdom cleverness of joining together words like that thou are those very empirical words have become capable of or rather they have been invested or infused with the valid means to signify or teach the absolute transcendental non empirical and non dual reality of brahman in the statement the supreme self brahman is not this not that and such other statements because the scriptures have successfully induced the mind to recede or regress away from all kinds of empirical objects or phenomena this scriptural statement not this not that has come has become infused with a new found capability as it were to signify or imply in a very queer extraordinary style 
Atman, the self alone, without any of the empirical meanings or connotations whatsoever of the type. Tadabhava, that is a thing's non-existence. Tadbhinna, that is a thing exclusively different. Tadviruddha, that is an opposite of or contra to a thing being applicable here in this context. Another example, a scripture has stated Brahma Lakshana, that is the symbolism or significance of Brahman in the manner uh, Satyam Jnanamanantam Brahma. Here in this context, if it had been merely stated Satyam, that is real, it would have meant that entity is a verity which exists without changing its intrinsic or essential nature of being. Then, in that case, among the varieties or objects like a pot, picture, etc., which undergo changes or mutations, that inert insentient clay which exists in one and the same form or nature and which is the causal matter to it as the logicians call it the material cause upadana karana could have been called satyam that is real mud but because the word jnanam meaning conscious also has been used in proximity to the word satyam the meaning now is a real thing or verity which is conscious or sentient to boot. Consequently, it amounts to having separated Brahman from the gamut of verities or entities which are inert or insentient. But in the empirical sphere, that is in common parlance, the word Jnanam signifies knowledge that is dependent on external things or phenomena or in the alternative, because that variety or entity which is endowed with knowledge can be called Jnanam, that word can signify Jnatru, that is a knower also. But not merely mentioning the two words, Satyam and Jnanam, this scripture has added the word Anantam, that is endless also. And hence, apart from the literary meanings or connotations which that empirical word Jnanam suggests or connotes, it becomes evident from the scriptural statement that Brahman has been used to signify the endless pure consciousness or Chaitanya alone. Thus, these three words with Satyam, Jnanam and Anantam have been approximately used to signify the essential nature of Brahman, Brahma Lakshana. Sri Shankara states in his Bhashya by way of elucidation, thus, Satyadi Shabdaha Idaretara Samnidhanat Idaretara Samnidhanat Anyonya Nitya Anyonya Niyamya Niyamakaha Niyamakaha Santaha Satyadi Shabdavachyat Tanivartakaha Brahmanaha Lakshanarthascha Bhavanti meaning because those words with Satyam, Jnanam and Anantam are mutually acting as controlling and controlled words, the empirical substances or phenomena that the words like Satyam, Jnanam and Anantam connote are discarded and together they become a sentence which signifies the essential nature of pure being consciousness, bliss of Brahman, the ultimate reality or the, or the absolute eternal verity alone. 
an entity or verity which is satyam that is real jnanam that is conscious anantam that is endless eternal all this simultaneously we cannot find anywhere in the world even if we keep up the search till the life span of brahma the four headed deity who is referred to in mythological texts as the creator of the universe but merely saying that much Uh, merely saying that much the scriptures are not satisfied and therefore they further indicate that brahman is our atman or self alone to be, bring home the aparoksha or the most intrinsic per se aspect of the ultimate reality thereby the scriptures have exhibited their extraordinary skill in signifying the non empirical metaphysical verity or reality of atman our innermost self whose existence as well as verity can never be called in question or doubted by anyone at any time through the usage of these empirical words or terms the word sakshi which is utilized in the scriptures upanishads also is a very queer or extraordinary word which signifies the essential nature of atman as a pure absolute being consciousness bliss the grammarians grammarians say that the symbolic name symbolic name sakshi is used with the meaning or in the sense of one who sees directly the word sakshi connotes one who perceives directly to it one who is self effulgent and so can perceive without depending upon any perceptual senses or instruments of perception not one who is a seer drashtru at a particular point of time and who is not a seer adrashtru at another point of time he is one who is eternally of the essential nature of witnessing consciousness alone the scriptural statement that sakshi cheta kevalo nirgunascha meaning one who is the witnessing principle who is of the essential nature of chaitanya that is pure consciousness and is devoid of all characteristics or qualities nirguna is fully applicable to and agreeable with the paramatman that is the supreme self brahman who is the atman or innermost self of everyone and who illumines everything by his essential nature of chaitanya that is pure consciousness but that word sakshi with this connotation connotation does not at all agrees with or fits with the pramatru that is cognizer the eye sense in all of us the individual soul who can at best perceive only particular objects one at a time through his senses that is instruments of perception so this ends the 23rd point i think uh, let us see the next point in the next session there is a 24th point in the next session so this ends the fifth session of this deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in the intuitive experience by shri db gangulli this is the eighth book among adhyatma prakash karyale english series hari rama shri shankara arpitamastu om tat sat sarve jana sukhino bhavantu